to Black Girl White Collar Podcast, and I am your host, Dr. Allison Austin. This podcast is for anyone interested in understanding the experiences of women, specifically Black and Brown women, and how we navigate through corporate America. So hopefully something that is said and experience shared resonates with you, but most importantly, that it amplifies the voices of so many underrepresented women in corporate America. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to make it clear that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and do not reflect those of my employer. I'm sharing my personal thoughts and insights, and while I may draw from my professional experience, these are not the official statements from my employer or any other organization I belong to. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number three. As you all know, last week I took some time away. I was in L.A., um, talking to some of the brightest female and surprisingly male minds on the planet at the Society of Women Engineers conference. There were a lot of people there um, and a good time was had by all. But your girl came back with a cough. So uh, hopefully, well, I will get through this episode, but y'all just hang in there with me. Because for those who don't know, I am a graduate of the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University, Aggie Pride. And this weekend is the greatest homecoming on earth, what we call Jiho. And this congestion in my chest just won't let me be great. And I'm trying to be outside people i'm trying to be outside and it's not cute to be coughing have on a mask all the above out here in these streets so i'm gonna take care of myself so that the weekend comes i'm gonna be ready all right anyway let's get into this week's episode and this week's episode is really about how we see ourselves You know, I've been talking for the last couple of episodes of why this podcast was even necessary. Some of the cultural context that black and brown women bring with them because of their upbringing. And again, black women or women of color, we are not monolithic. But there is a certain context that comes along with navigating the space of corporate America. So this week, we're going to be talking about How do we actually see ourselves? And as a result, what decisions are we making? And what behaviors are we participating in? And, well, let me just ask you a question. Throughout your life, and it may not be at this season of your life, but has there been some point where you looked in the mirror and the person looking back at you, you didn't recognize? Mostly because you've adjusted so much to the opinions and the expectations of others, you simply minimize your voice, your expectations, or the things that you wanted to accomplish because you begin to see yourself through the lens of their needs of who they need you to be versus what you actually needed. And I thought about that as it relates to my own life and You know, I thought about 
this whole notion of leadership. And when you think about leadership, you think about stewardship. And stewardship is about trust. And it's about making wise decisions regarding whether that's the people, the time, the resources that have been placed in your care, whether or not you're using them to the best of your ability. And if you are constantly taking on other people's expectations, their thoughts about you, then it's difficult to be a good steward of the things you've been given because you're always taking in consideration other people for the wrong reasons. Now, I'm not saying that you should not be aware of other people when you're making decisions, but when it becomes a point where you are people pleasing and you no longer recognize who you are and the things you like and the things you don't like because for so long you've minimized yourself, then that's a problem because each one of us has been given a God given purpose and entrusted with something in our care. And it's important for us to see through the correct lens, not the lens of other people. And if you're constantly seeing through that lens, you're basically sabotaging your own dreams. And so you got to unlearn all the unhealthy thoughts about who you were created to be. You were not created to please everybody. And no way that there is no way that you can control somebody else's thoughts, somebody else's opinions. We try to. I don't know where we got the notion that we could control the thoughts and opinions of other people and expectations of other people. But we cannot. We don't have dominion and control over people. Only the earth. Right. And so that does not include the people that are in it. Each person has their own mind, has their own thoughts and dreams. It's up to each person to map out where they want to go in their life based on their beliefs about who they say they are and based on their faith. Right. So. It's difficult because if you're constantly thinking about other people. Your mind is always in this state of what will they think? The state of what will they think? If I do A, what will they think? If I do B, what will they think? And you know, the reality is that they're probably not thinking either A or B. They're they're probably not even thinking about you, period. Not in the way that you think they're thinking about you. And basically, you're spent, you're burnt out, on things that you can't control. Hence other people's opinion. Which in the end. Do not matter. In your God given purpose. Now I'm not saying that wise counsel is not important. So don't take this and say. You know other people don't matter. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying. Is that. You look up. And you don't see a version of you that you know you were created to be, then you may be taking on other people's thinking more than you think you are. And it's all about how you see your value. 
how you see your worth. If you don't see the value you bring to the table, the value of your voice, your presence, you will never reach the level that you desire to reach. And sometimes we're stifling our own growth. It becomes easier to blame other people for being stagnant. The times I was stagnant in my career, in my growth, most of the time attributed to my lack of boundaries or my anxieties. The lack of me taking on certain tasks, I knew I didn't have the capacity. The lack of me being able to say no and knowing that that is a complete sentence. There's one thing to stretch yourself, but it's another thing to stretch yourself beyond capacity where you know that you could be your best self. I'm not saying that you shouldn't stretch yourself. We got a lot of disclaimers in this episode because people would take what you say and run with it. These are just simply nuggets that somebody else has taught me and I'm just simply teaching you. But don't take it out of context. Stretch yourself, right? But don't stretch yourself to a point where you're so, as they say, stretch yourself thin and you are not really performing at the level that you could be. Because I've done that. I've said yes to a thing. And it wasn't because I didn't have the capability to do it. I didn't have the capacity to do it. But guess what I said? Yes. And guess who that impacted the most? Me. Because what happens is when you say yes and you know it's a no. You don't feel good about the decisions that you're making after that. Because you know you didn't have the capacity. So maybe you're not performing in a way that you should. Maybe you're not showing up the way that you can. And that doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Right? So it's important that we take responsibility of where we are and what we're saying and what we're not saying. And the lack of me having those certain boundaries, my goal alignment was completely off. And mostly is because I was constantly adjusting to who and what others needed me to be. And the root of that all, and I think I said that in an earlier episode, is fear. Fear is the root of all these things. Why we don't say no? Because we're afraid that somebody's going to think this or we're afraid that somebody's going to think that. And a lot of times it's not so much as this big bad wolf standing there and you're frightened. It shows up in subtle ways because it's in your thought pattern. It's in those questions when you're getting ready to make a decision that involves other people and you don't want somebody to be upset or mad and misinterpret. You don't want to be misunderstood. You're afraid. Fear. And it shows up in our decisions. You want to see whether or not somebody is afraid? Look at their decisions. Look at their behaviors. And if you look close enough, you'll see it. Decisions that never have us at the core. But we stop at how others would feel and we never consider ourselves because we don't see our value. We see our value that's attached to that relationship. 
versus seeing your value that align with your core beliefs and who you are. And so the lesson here is to take accountability and responsibility of where you are. You know, when we, women in general, take on some pretty hefty tasks, we're pretty amazing. And nothing, nothing worth fighting for or worth obtaining comes without challenges. But it's important to know that are you doing these things because others told you to do them? Or are you doing them because they align with who you are? Because are you doing them because others told you to do them? Are you going to be resentful later? Is fear driving you? And making a decision. For example, I really didn't want to go to that party. It just didn't. It didn't align with what I wanted to do. But I really do appreciate that person's presence. So why didn't you say no? There was some fear at the root of that. Those are the things that we have to take an assessment of. Because when we don't. And I'm a witness. You get tired. You get weary. And what we do is that we keep working, we keep achieving, keep exceeding, but for others, not for ourselves. And we look up and there's a full life that people see, but not the life that aligns with your core, not the life that aligns with who you are. And so... In this episode, I want you to leave here with this. Take a self-assessment on your decisions, your behaviors. Think about three things. Is this rooted in fear? Two, does this align with the core of who I am? And three, do I even know who I am? And that's the most important one here, knowing who you are, because that has everything to do with what you believe about yourself. And if you don't have a sense of self, a sense of awareness, how can you ever establish what you need, what aligns with the core of who you are, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what causes you anxiety? Where do you draw your boundaries? It's difficult if you're always drawing boundaries. It's kind of like gerrymandering your life. And for those who don't know, gerrymandering is a political term. It's when politicians are redrawing districts to manipulate votes. So when I'm using gerrymandering your life, you're basically trying to manipulate things in your life. Early on, I talked about how we think we can control other people's opinion. You can't do that. You will never please people but what you can do is stay true to who you are and so we play bigger roles in our careers than we think we do and I'm not saying that there aren't systemic barriers because there are there are real things that are within these corporations bureaucratic corporations 
And so it's a real thing. But what I am saying is that we too play a bigger role in our career. And when you recognize the value that you bring, and sometimes we forget, it's like I just told you earlier, you look up and you're like, who am I? Who is this person staring back at me? I know I'm capable of great things. And it looks like I've accomplished great things. But I don't have a sense of joy. I don't have a sense of self. Because it's the lens in which you see yourself. If your lens is through the lens of other people's eyes. Sis. You're going to have to see through a new lens. It's like seeing through a kaleidoscope. You know, when you're looking at a kaleidoscope and you're trying to see an image on the other side of that. The image that is shown to you is distorted. That's what your life is when you're constantly readjusting to other people. That could be your parents. It could be your family. It could be people, your friends. It doesn't necessarily have to be people at work. It's across the board. But we take who we are based on the things we experience to wherever we go. And that includes our workspaces. That includes how we speak up or how we present ourselves in these spaces. So I challenge you today to ask yourself, is my lens dirty? Because I might need to clean it. Because I need to see a clear picture of who I am so I can better understand where I am going. And once you have that clarity, you start to make those decisions that we talked about early on. Those decisions start to align with the core of who you are. Because you can then establish who you are, what your boundaries are, and making sure that the decisions and the behaviors that you participate in or that you make, the things you say yes to, you say no to, it all aligns with who you are. So I'm going to leave that bit of information here with you to kind of marinate on, practice it, because we are all worth living a life that we can be proud of, one that aligns with who we are, the core of who we are, taking in consideration ourselves, taking in consideration how we can be the best stewards of what has been given to us. So take inventory, y'all, and um, I'm excited to see how we all grow from this lesson. Dear Corporate America. So as promised, I am going to read a Dear Corporate America letter from one of our amazing listeners. And here it goes. Dear Corporate America, visually and statistically, I am not supposed to be here. I know I meet your stereotype of what I'm supposed to be. However, I am so much more. My passion is misunderstood for aggression, and I'm constantly being told to calm down. That is, of course, until you need me to be. My dominance and aggression are great when you need it. I am persistent, loyal, a fighter on and off the job. I'm professional and go over and beyond. Though you feel I shouldn't be here, I am And I do belong despite what you think of me. That's some good stuff, y'all. And I appreciate the beautiful soul who was brave enough to submit 
her Dear Corporate America letter. I encourage you to do the same. You can submit via email at blackgirlwhitecollar at gmail.com or there is a link to a form on our IG page, which is Black Girl White Collar Podcast. Please like, follow, and share. We are creating community here. This is a space for you all. This is a space for your voice to tell corporate America that we are here. So with that being said, you know what I'm going to say. Until the next time, words have power. People have purpose. Stay lifted, y'all.